Welcome in to Ohio versus the world, an exclusive Ohio sports podcast. And we've got a special episode for you today as Urban Meyer announces his retirement from Ohio State uh, as the head coach and possibly from football in general for the rest of his life. Uh, so emergency pod here. I'm joined by Cody Boggs. He's joined me on my last two podcasts, so he's making quite an occasion out of this. He's coming on a lot lately. So uh, how you doing, Cody? Doing pretty well, thank you. I mean, I, again, I can't thank you enough for the opportunity to let me talk with you. Hey, man, um, I always need people to bring on, so I thank you as well because I cannot sit here in this dark room and talk to myself. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I appreciate you coming on. So, obviously, a big day in Ohio State history, a day that who knows what we to look back on. Uh, it could be a disaster day we look back on, or it could be a day that, you know, it was maybe a good transition to another coach and we continued the dominance that we've had the last 20 or so years continue. So um, first though, I want to talk about Urban Meyer and, you know, give him some, some credit for everything that's happened over the last seven years and just talk about his legacy and talk about what kind of joy he's brought us over the last seven years. Obviously we'll get into Ryan day questions and uh, what we think is going to happen with him at the helm. But first, what are your, some, what are some of your big takeaways from Urban Meyer's seven year stint at Ohio state? Yeah, his his career at Ohio State is definitely one for the record books. Um, I mean, in his you know career at Ohio State, he's eighty two and nine as of right now. Um, it would be more than that, but because of this season, Ryan Day coaching the first three games, uh, he lost those. And if we win at the Rose Bowl, um, he will have had uh, double digit wins in every season so far at Ohio State, and and that right there alone is is an astounding stat. Uh, for him and his family and what he did for the uh, for the guys of this program. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the most, I think, thing we'll take away from Urban Meyer and his career at Ohio State. Obviously, he won a national championship, and that's big, and that's amazing. We'll always appreciate that. But one of the biggest things is just the consistent winning that he brought to this program. Every year, I mean, we were a winner. His first year, we went 12-0. and Then we went 12-2. Uh, and We started the season 12-0. and and then I don't have the stats here in front of me, but we lost, you know, I want to say we went 14-1, obviously, in the national championship season. And then I think the next season would have been, yeah, 12-1, and uh, beating Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl, and then losing to Clemson, but still going 11-2. and And then right now we, uh, and then we went 11-2 and last year, winning a bowl game, winning another New Year's Six game. And now he's got a chance to go out winning the Rose Bowl and going 13-1. and and winning back-to-back Big Ten championships. So he's had a crazy career of success at Florida. Everywhere he's been, he's been super successful, and he's been even he's been that as well here at Ohio State. My biggest takeaway, or some of my best memories, was that 2012 season. Obviously, he won a national championship in 2014, and that was amazing. But I think Urban Meyer is such a great coach, and one of the things that really cements how good of a coach he was and how amazing he was at Ohio State was the fact that we went 6-7 and seven in 2011 and then with pretty much the same guys, obviously he brought in some new recruits and some guys got a little bit older, but pretty much the same roster. He comes in and they immediately go 12 and 0. And I think that's yeah. one of the biggest takeaways from Urban Meyer's stint here at Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, I can't agree with you more. I mean, uh, Ohio State having trouble, I mean, not bowl eligible in the 2012 season. And for Urban Meyer to come in uh, as a brand new coach and go undefeated is, is an astounding. I mean, and also his career at Ohio State, he's he's the only coach to ever go undefeated against Michigan, uh, and that's that is huge, huge for him to do that seven and zero against that team up north. Yeah, that's another one. <laughs> There's so many things we can take away from this guy's career everywhere, and uh, especially at Ohio State, and that's the big one. You know, 
We've talked about it just over these past few podcasts that you've been on since uh, Michigan game is so fresh in our memory that a game just means so much to Ohio State. It means a lot to Michigan too, and it just means so much in general. It's such a big rivalry. That's why it's called the game. And if you can play in seven of them and win all of them, granted Michigan's been in shambles at some points here in the last seven years, but they still had some good teams. This year we were the underdog, and two years ago you were playing a team that was ranked three, and uh, you were ranked two, and he's played some good Michigan teams, and that's a throw-the-record kind of game out. And to play seven of those games and win all seven of them, all seven of them is just astounding, and that's just another thing on his resume. Like you said, 82 and 9, 7-0 um, against Michigan, a team up north. He's won three Big Ten championships, and most memorable, he won that national championship in 2014. Yeah, I mean, Urban Meyer's career spanning, you know, over 17 years, um, you know, coaching at Florida before coming to join our squad. I mean, even at Florida, I mean, he won two national titles with them, and he coached, mm-hmm. you know, the Heisman winner. 2007 the Tim Tebow and you know at the time being mortal enemies with Ohio State uh, facing us in that national title game and winning and then retiring coming back only to coach the Ohio State Buckeyes we're we're very thankful for Urban Meyer for all he's done for this university and for the guys in this university so nothing but the most profound respect uh, for him and his family. Yeah, yeah. And he, what's your biggest takeaway? Would you say from the seven-year stint at Ohio State he had? The biggest takeaway is just the ability for him to lead these men and these student athletes uh, in into their fullest potential, and just making them better men, making them you know with, uh, men with morals who can go out and you know be successful uh, on and off the football field. And you know the wins are great, and you know what he does for the university is great, but the way he can connect with his players and the community is what we really should be taking away from this. Uh, just, just an outstanding leader and an outstanding man. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I completely agree with you. He seemed like a, he just seems like a genuinely really down to earth, good guy. Obviously the national people don't think that. And that's because people that, you know, aren't around this program every day. don't see every press conference. Don't really understand that. They just look at the big things like what happened this summer and just assume that, He's, you know, a bad guy or a bad person, but he's genuinely a really good guy, a loyal guy. Obviously, I don't know him personally, but I watch every press conference every Monday, and he just seems like a a soft-spoken, gentle, kind guy. And obviously, he made some mistakes with what happened this summer, but legacy-wise, I think he's still a great guy, and obviously, he's a great coach on the field. My biggest takeaway has got to be, you know, what happened in 2014. He coaches a team with a third-string quarterback to a national championship. Nothing like that. I mean, that was a team that was in shambles at the beginning of the year. You lose your starting quarterback, and then you lose to Virginia Tech. You get blown out. I, th- I think they got blown out, right, by Virginia Tech? Um, I'm pretty sure. I don't think it was that close of a game, at least. Maybe not a blowout, but, a, you know, a pretty good beating for Virginia Tech, of all people. Uh, not the greatest program. And then you turn it around and win every game from there on out and win the national championship. Uh, that's got to be the biggest takeaway for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. The 2014 season is definitely a Cinderella story of sorts, and it definitely will stand out as one of the best years in Urban Meyer's career and one of the best years uh, that the Ohio State University will ever see. Yeah, yeah. One of the best years in Ohio State football history, no doubt. Um, So do you think this season for Urban Meyer was a good way to go out? Obviously, there was the scandal at the beginning of the year, but I think he's removed himself already from that. I mean, we live in a 24-hour news cycle, and it's already been two or three months since all of that has occurred. And I think 
I think that he's moved on from it. And I think that I personally think this is a pretty good way for him to go out. He goes, if he can win the Rose bowl, he goes 13 and one wins the Rose bowl, wins the big 10 and destroys a Michigan team that he was supposed to lose to. There are five point underdogs going into that game. So I think this would be, a, obviously you want to win a national championship and I'm sure he'd love to go out that way, but I still think if they win the Rose bowl and even if they don't, this is a good season, a good way for him to go out. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I think it, it's a great season for him to go out, uh, you know, a win or loss at the Rose Bowl um, doesn't matter. He goes out going to the granddaddy of them all, um, despite what happened to him uh, earlier in the season. And that just shows his adversity. I mean, it happened, you know, he turned this Ohio State team that was facing struggles in 2012 into an undefeated team and then, you know, kept the team going in 2018, starting out with some struggles and, and you know, got him this far into the granddaddy of them all, man. It's, it's, it's a good season for him to go out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. So another point I have here is a point that a lot of people are talking about, especially national media wise. Do you think that he is completely retired from coaching or do you think that he'll come back at some point? Uh, I, I think he is done coaching for the most part. I hope that he stays on, um, you know, to the administration in some way. I personally hope he stays on to do, you know, recruiting stuff because uh, uh, he's just he's so good at recruiting and getting, you know, top notch five star recruits in to play for, you know, play for the Buckeyes. And I, I hope he stays in that way. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think um, I think I think he kind of confirmed that today to a point that he's going to be around in Columbus. He loves Columbus. He loves this university. And he has a spot here to do whatever it is, whether it's recruiting, whether it's leadership, whether it's just being a guy that's there to help out Ryan Day or help out any of the coaches. I think he's got a spot here at Ohio State. In terms of uh, if he'll ever coach somewhere again, I think that's a tricky question because I think sometimes people forget how young Urban Meyer is. He's only 54 years old. You think of a guy like Bill Snyder, the Kansas State head coach who just retired two days ago. He was 79 years old, still coaching at Kansas State. To put that in perspective, he's 25 years older than Urban Meyer. Um, yeah. Obviously, Urban Meyer is not gonna, probably not gonna be coaching when he's 79, but he still has a lot. He still has a lot of life left, and I say this in the most respectful way possible. These college football coaches are crazy. I mean, they have crazy work ethic, and some of them just don't know what to do if they're not coaching a football team. This is kind of all they know how to do, and this is all they want to do. And I think, you know, it only took them a year to go from Florida to Ohio State last time. So I would not be surprised if you take three or four years off and ends up going somewhere like a USC or Notre Dame or just anywhere like that. Yeah, I mean, he retired once and came back, so who knows if he'll do it again. All I have to say is if he comes back, I don't care who you are. If he comes back and says he wants to coach uh, coach the Buckeyes again, you you let the man do it uh, from a fan standpoint and, you know, from a sports lover, whoever or whatever team gets in, you, you let that man do what he wants and he will definitely put out wins for your team and make the community a hell of a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, I think if he wherever he wants to go, he would he would be able to go, but I do think that there's a good chance he's done. Um he just seems like a guy who definitely does have a lot of health issues and a lot of that is brought on by stress. I mean, I know just personally as someone who is pretty anxious, dude, stress I mean stress causes a lot of health problems. And it's not a healthy thing. And he's clearly a very stressed out guy on the sidelines. You can just tell by watching him on the sidelines. And, you know, it doesn't seem like coaching football, as good as he is at it, is great for his health. And 
you know, he is 54 years old and he has a family that he loves and he has, I think he has a good situation. He's got plenty of money and he's living in a city he loves. And he's got, you know, like you said, an administration spot. He's got any spot he wants at this university administration wise. So I think he'll continue to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I, I hope for the best for him and, you know, deep in my heart, I hope he does come back uh, to coach at Ohio state. Uh, he will be welcomed with open arms uh, from Buckeye Nation and everyone around. Yeah. All right. So um, now that his coaching stint is over, you know, officially, he's got one more game to coach the Rose Bowl. It's really been – Ohio State has been blessed with having great coaches and having coaches that have been here for a long time. We've had five coaches in the last – I'm trying to do math off the top of my head. Almost 70 years, I want to say, we've had five coaches. I mean, that's just unbelievable if you think about it. Um, I want to say it's 67 years now that I'm doing the math, but yeah, five coaches in 67 ish years. We've had Woody Hayes, I want to say 51 to 78. And then we had uh, 78 to 87. We had Earl Bruce 87 to 2001. We had John Cooper, Jim Trestle from 2001 to 2010. And now Urban Meyer 2012 to 2018. How would you rank those coaches five to one? So five to one, I actually went a little bit farther back than you did. Well, mm-hmm. then the five you just listed, but my top five, I would go Woody Hayes at number one. Okay. Uh, the man coached here for 28 years. There's, there's no legacy, you know, like his, he, he is Woody Hayes. He is Ohio state, uh, you know, five national title wins. Um, just number one on my list. Number two, urban Meyer, uh, just for what he did with the turnaround, um, you know, from this OSU football club, uh, being from, you know, a negative win uh, team in 2011 to being undefeated in 2012, uh, bringing back that national title win um, in 2014 from 2002. Uh, so he's number two. Number three is Earl Bruce, uh, again, for what he did for the community and the university, uh, just an outstanding guy. And, you know, that's, that's who Urban Meyer looked up to was Earl Bruce and, and Woody Hayes. And then after Earl Bruce, I have at number four, Jim Tressel, um, you know, coming in after uh, after Coach Cooper and coming in and getting a national title for the Buckeyes, I th- believe, for the first time in a while mm-hmm. uh, in 2002. And, you know, showing them that the Buckeyes are back on top and, you know, and we're, we're a power five school uh, not to be messed with. And then number five, I went a little back and I got and I have Paul Brown at number five. There you go. Because that man is a football genius. He's got this football set of mind that, you know, changed the game and the way it's played at Ohio State. And so I put him at number five. He also has a national title win with Ohio State. So I put him at number five. So my list goes Woody Hayes, Urban, Earl Bruce, Jim Tressel, and Paul Brown. All right. Interesting. Paul Brown, you really get going back there. I want to say he was the coach from like 41 to 44 or something like that. Um, yeah, he won a national championship, like you said. But for me, I'll go five to one just because I like to build the anticipation. Um, I'm doing the five modern coaches, at least what I would call modern. I don't know where it starts mm-hmm. being called modern football. But, you know, right. uh, for me, five would obviously be John Cooper. And it's crazy to think that John Cooper was anywhere else. He would have been considered a great coach who did great things. But Ohio State is kind of a punchline, kind of a joke of a way because of his record against Michigan, he still was a great coach, and he still did have a lot of winning seasons and a lot of good uh, – he went to a lot of big bowl games. 
He didn't win a national title, although he came, I think, second and third or fourth and fifth a few times in the AP poll because that's how the national champion was decided back in the day. Um, and he was still a great coach, but out of the five modern, he is five. But still, that shows you how good you know it's been for Ohio State yeah. over the last 70 years. We've been blessed with great coaches, and he was a good coach. Obviously, he struggled against Michigan, though, and that's why he's at five. At four, um, you know, I'll have Earl Bruce. Um, all four of these coaches are great, so nothing really against anyone who's, you know, lower on the list. But Earl Bruce was here eight years. He did have a few struggles in a few years, but overall the guy went uh, five and four against Bo, Schimbe- Bo Schimbeckler. Um, and, you know, he's the greatest coach in Michigan history. And Earl Bruce, who is just one of our, you know, four or fifth best coaches yeah. in Ohio State <laughs> history, had a better record against Bo. So that says a lot about Ohio State versus Michigan right there. But, yes. Yeah, it does. Yeah, he went five and four against Bo. And he also – he was known as a, a player guy. He's a really good coach. And I still don't understand why he was fired. No one really understands why he's fired to this day. But, uh, yeah, so I'll have him at four. I actually have Urban Meyer at three. Um, Urban Meyer, he was here mostly just because he wasn't here that long. Um, mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. I remember talking about someone before the year, before even the scandal happened. They were, we were talking about how long do you think Urban Meyer will be here. And I was thinking – because of the health issues, he'll retire earlier than most coaches retire. But I was thinking, like, he'd retire at 60. So I was thinking he'd be here another five or six years. And if he would have been, I think he would have at least collected one more national championship. And, you know, definitely six more winning seasons. Every season he has is going to be a winning season and probably 10 or 11 wins every year. And probably at least, at worst, go to a near six bowl every single year. So Absolutely. if he would have been here another a little bit longer, he would have even been in the discussion as, you know, with Woody Hayes. But – because of that, he was only here seven years. He won nas- one national title, didn't go to any others. I'll have him at three, but I love Urban Meyer, amazing coach. And then two, I'll have Jim Tressel, um, just because, one, he had to do such a good job at turning this program around. Like I said, John Cooper was a good coach, and it's not like we were absolutely awful under John Cooper. It's not like we were you know, a modern-day Michigan under John Cooper. Um, things haven't gotten that bad, weren't that bad back then, but – he turned everything around. We went from I think John Cooper won two year one had two wins in fifteen years, and Jim Trussell ever since then we have won sixteen out of the last eighteen. He turned that rivalry around. He made Ohio State Michigan important again in Ohio, and he made it everything. He made that that game was everything to Jim Trussell. Winning and losing that game was your season basically, and for that. He's got to be at number two for me, and as, as well, he won that national title. That was an undefeated season national title, maybe the greatest season in Ohio State uh, football history, and he also went to two other national titles. Obviously, we lost both of those, and we were blown out in both of those games, but in 10 years or whatever it was, nine or 10 years, he went to three national titles, won one of them, and he went 9-1, I think, under Michigan uh, against Michigan. So he's at two, and then, like you said, Woody Hayes has got to be number one. When you think of Ohio State football, you think of Woody Hayes. He is the head, the head man. He is everything. His statue is on campus. He's the guy. He won, I think, f- five national titles at Ohio State, I believe. Yep. Had a winning record against Michigan. He's the guy who turned the rivalry of Michigan around. Uh, we were dominated from when the rivalry started in 1890 or so, I believe, to 1950. We had a few good stretches in there before that, but for the most part, it was just complete and utter domination of Michigan over Ohio State for those 60 years. And we really hadn't done anything. You know, I mean, Ohio State was a good program. But ever since Woody, everything has turned around. 
And I mean, because of him, we're we're at where we are today. So definitely Woody at number one. Couldn't agree more, man. Great list. Woody Hayes. I mean, just when you think when people think of Ohio State, if I could just say real quick, I mean, people think of Ohio State, they picture Woody and they picture Woody in one specific situation. And that is him out in the snow in a short Mm -hmm. sleeve, white shirt, that red tie and the black hat. And that's that's just the epitome of Woody Hayes and what he did for this university. Yeah. I mean, he was just an old school guy. He just wanted to punch. He just wanted to smash people in the face and just, you know, run down people's throat and, yeah. and literally punch someone yeah, in the face. Man, You're right. Literally punch people in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Woody Hayes has definitely got to be number one. Um, I was hoping Urban would be number one. I was hoping he'd be here another 10 years, but unfortunately that didn't happen. But, you know, we just spent a good 20 minutes talking about the past. So now we're going to talk about the future. And the first obvious question is, how smooth will the transition to Ryan Day be? And, I mean, what do you expect from uh, Ohio State coach Ryan Day? Uh, I expect the transition to be actually rather smooth. Uh, Ryan Day already coaching three games for the Buckeyes at the beginning of this season. Um, he seemed to do pretty well in the play-calling aspect and, you know, getting the boys, boys getting the guys, uh, you know, amped up for the, for the games and, you know, getting, getting the job done. Uh, the only thing I really have to worry about is uh, recruitment issues. Uh, now that Urban isn't here, uh, I'm afraid we won't get, you know, the abundance of five-star recruits that we normally get, four and five stars. Uh, so that's really my only, my only worry. So that's why I was hoping Urban Meyer would stay, uh, stay on at Ohio State for that reason, uh, just to help with recruiting. But other than that, I think Ryan Day will do an excellent job. Uh, he's already proved that. Uh, I, I mean, right now he's the only Ohio State coach to go undefeated so far. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, I'm with you. I think it's been an interesting day in Buckeye Nation, no doubt. I think if you would have maybe asked someone three months ago, like what would happen if Urban Meyer just randomly retired, I mean, buildings would probably be burning down and people would be losing their mind. And today, not only has it been – it's been quite the opposite of that. I think it's been almost optimistic. It's been almost this belief that – we're better off with Ryan Day, and that's not hearsay or hearsay against uh, Urban Meyer, but I just think that Urban Meyer has done so well over the last seven years, and I think that you know maybe he was starting to trend downwards, and this might end up being perfect for this Ohio State University. And I could be completely wrong about this, and you could play this back in a few years and show people how wrong I was, but I personally think this is going to be a good day in Ohio State. I think it's going to be a great day because we get to celebrate Urban Meyer and his legacy and the amazing seven years here we had. But I think this was the perfect time for this to happen. Um, I'm glad we didn't do one or two more years with Urban Meyer and do a coach and waiting situation because that usually doesn't work. And I think Ryan Day is going to be the right guy. Um, He is a good recruiter. That is the one thing I am worried about. But on the field, he's an amazing coach. I mean, you look at who his his mentors are. It's Urban Meyer, obviously, and that's an amazing mentor. And then it's Chip Kelly who is an amazing on the field mentor. He's a very, an innovator and a very creative play caller. And I think Ryan day is going to be very solid um, as the Ohio state coach. But like you said, the one thing I am worried about is recruiting Uh, urban Meyer is maybe the greatest recruiter of all time. I I definitely think that's a possibility him and Nick Saban. And that's why their programs are where they've been over the past 15 years, because recruiting is so important because if you don't have the talent, then you, you know, you can't play on Saturdays with the best of them. So I'm worried about recruiting, but I do think Ryan day 
will bring in people who are really good at recruiting, and he already has a lot of staff that's here that is really good at recruiting that he's already confirmed will be staying, you know, the likes of Mickey Mariotti and others. So I'm not too worried. I think this is going to be a great day for Ohio State. I think it will be a day we remember as a day we celebrated Urban Meyer and then a day that we move forward and we maybe even get better. I don't know how you feel about that, but I think it's definitely possible that we could be better under Ryan Day. Uh, yeah, I, I have to agree with you. I think this is a day uh, for celebration, not really for mourning per se. I mean, he's not dead, but uh, <laughs> a sad day. Uh, but, you know, get, it, there's a light at the end of the tunnel with Ryan Day being uh, head coach now at Ohio State. I think, I think he'll do an excellent job. He knows what it means to coach you know, a team with such a legacy and such a background. And he knows what, you know, the regular season means to Ohio State. He knows what the college football playoff means. And I I think he's he's going to go for the big one next season. And, you know, he's going to try to fight for that national title win and, you know, prove to Buckeye Nation and prove to people, uh, you know, around the world that, hey, I'm, I'm here to play and I'm here to win. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to be a great coach. I think he's going to be – very similar to what we saw at Oklahoma. I know that's what he's always going to be compared to is the same situation that happened there uh, a year and a half ago when Bob Stoops stepped down and Lincoln Riley took over. And then Lincoln Riley obviously went to the Rose Bowl on the national semifinal last year. And now he's at that four spot. Now he's going to the playoff again. And I think that's similar to what we're going to see here at Ohio State. And I hope I'm right. I could be wrong. And I won't be super surprised if I am wrong. But I do think I'm very optimistic that Ryan Day is going to take over and it's going to set this program in an even better direction. Um, obviously, if Urban Meyer would have stayed, things would have been fine. Things would have been great. But I think having a fresh face and a new play caller and someone with new inventive ideas is going to be a good thing for this university and this football program. I think we're going to have a solid year next year. Um, one thing that will be interesting next year is if Dwayne Haskins stays. I do think that Ryan Day staying does uh, increase Dwayne Haskins' possibilities of staying. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, you know, Dwayne Haskins knows that now that Urban is leaving, uh, Ryan Day will definitely need that offensive threat uh, in a quarterback. So I think I think Dwayne Haskins, this this really ups his chance of staying. Uh, I mean, like I said last time you and I talked, I, I think it would benefit Dwayne Haskins to stay one more year uh, just to be just to develop those raw edges that he still has and, you know, be able to compete on the next level uh, at 100 percent capacity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I do think Dwayne's gone, obviously. I think we all think that, but this definitely does increase his likelihood of staying just because if you're Ryan Day, you got to look at Dwayne Haskins and be like, look, man, I know you're tired of hearing all this Tate Martell crap from Urban Meyer this year and doing all these zone reads and worrying about running next year. I will completely make this offense about you. I will center it around you. You won't have to worry about doing any zone reads. You're going to be throwing the ball in the pocket all the time and you can scramble whenever you want, but you won't have to worry about designed runs for you. And if you stay, then we're going to compete for a national championship and you're going to win the Heisman and you're going to be the number one overall pick uh, next year in the 2020 draft. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. So um, obviously we talked a little bit about recruiting and how this affects recruiting going forward, but how does this affect this year's recruiting 2019's class? Uh, the people who are already you know, committed and people who are planning on committing when the early signing period opens up in two weeks. Do you think this affects it in a good or bad way or just doesn't affect it at all? I actually, I think it, 
it affects it in a bad way. It's funny you just said that. I just got a notification uh, from ESPN uh, that Ohio State just lost a four-star commitment uh, yeah, to I the got university. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see who it was, but that just popped up. So I, I think it'll it'll affect it in a bad way uh, just for a little bit of time. Um, once Ryan Day comes out and proves himself next season, uh, those recruits will still know that Ohio State is their best chance to uh, make their namesake and you know, get the get them their dreams of winning, you know, college football games and winning championships at a university. And so I think that's the way it'll affect it. Uh, not too negatively um, in the beginning, but we'll ultimately have a positive aspect to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, like you said, I think it might be negative for this year just because, I mean, the people who are committed to the 2019 class are committed to Urban Meyer. And now you're throwing them a new head coach. Obviously everyone that's committed to 2019 knows Ryan Day and I'm sure they've met him. And I'm sure they think he's a good guy because Ryan Day is a cool, nice, really good guy and a great coach. But it still does affect it. I mean, we already see uh, see this guy decommit. We already saw someone on Twitter earlier, I believe, say, I'm not decommitting, but I have to sit back and now think about if I want to go to Ohio State. So I think it could affect what's already a bad – maybe bad's not the word, but a down recruiting class in 2019. Right now they're ranked yeah. 11th, I think. And um, – you know, we're used to being either one, two, or three in the recruiting. So, you know, we don't want to have any down years like this because that could, you know, directly affect the product in two or three years. But I think it could affect it negatively a little bit. But it could also be positive because now if you're coming in, you don't have to worry about wondering who the coach is. You know Ryan Day is going to be the coach for the foreseeable future, at least the next four or five years, as long as you're going to be there if you're a recruit coming in. Yeah, I agree. I, to all the recruits, I would just have to say give it some time. Uh, definitely come to Ohio State, play for us. Uh, you know, we will make you an NFL prospect, you know, in a matter of four years, depending on how long you stay. Uh, Ryan Day, he knows what he's doing. He's got a coaching staff that knows what he's doing. So just, you know, don't decommit just yet. Just give us a chance. Yeah. All right. So um, the final thing here for me, and then if there's anything you want to talk about, we'll talk about it. But I guess the question I find very interesting is say Ryan, da- Ryan day does amazing here at Ohio state. He's an amazing coach. And three or four years from now, he has a national title and he's won the big 10 two or three times. And he's getting 10, 11, 12 win seasons every year. Do you think that he'll end up being kind of like a lifer kind of guy and he'll end up being here for a long time? Or do you think he'll look for a quote unquote better job? Or is there even such a thing as a better job? It depends on the guy's mentality. Obviously some people want to be college football lifers and they love the aspect of, running the whole program and determining who comes in, who the recruits are. And they love that. Or some people just like going to the NFL and dealing with professionals. But if Ryan Day does really well and it's his decision how long he wants to be here and he's never have to, never has to worry about being fired, do you think he'll be like a lifer like Woody Hayes and be here 20, 25, 30 years? Or do you think that if he's doing really well five years or six years or seven years down the line, he'll go somewhere else? Uh, I, I, I'm not sure if he'll be a lifer. I know if he does – do well at Ohio state and he does well for five or six, five or six years. I definitely think he'll go somewhere, you know, that's, that piques his interest, but he won't leave us empty handed. He will definitely leave us in the hands of, you know, very capable men who know about, you know, the university and how to play Ohio state football, but I don't necessarily think he's a lifer, but I do think, you know, being under urban Meyer has taught him something. Urban Meyer being an Ohio boy himself. uh, It's, it's definitely a, a pleasure to coach Ohio state. And so I think that means a lot to him. So I think he'll stay for quite a while, but I'm not sure if it's going to be for life. Yeah. Yeah. I just find it interesting. Cause obviously 
if he's a bad coach, then he'll be gone. But if he is good and it's his decision whether he wants to stay or whether he wants to go to the NFL or whether anywhere – I can't imagine anywhere else he'd want to go in college football. Maybe I'm biased, but I don't really think there's a bigger job in college football. There might be some jobs on the same level, but I don't think there's any bigger jobs. So it'll be interesting. Uh, depends on how much the NFL is important to him. But, yeah, I could see him being here a long time if he does end up working out as a good coach. But what else do you want to talk about? Anything? Uh, I've covered everything that I wanted to talk about. Again, just the you know most respect to Urban Meyer and you know best of luck to him in his future endeavors and with his uh, current health situation. I hope. I hope everything goes all right for him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I hope uh, he finds what makes him happy. You know, I hope he finds enough joy in doing what he's doing, just hanging out and chilling with his family. And he, ho- I hope that, you know, that itch to go back and coach isn't there personally, just because I don't think that's great for him. But, you know, whatever it is for him, I hope he's happy and healthy because he is genuinely, genuinely a good guy. And obviously he was an amazing coach for uh, us Ohio State fans. Yep, absolutely. So big thanks to Urban Meyer for that. Yep. Uh, he will always be known as one of the greatest coaches in college football history. And, uh, yeah, it says a lot about Ohio State that I have him ranked at third in Ohio State coaches, and he's one of the greatest just college football coaches in general uh, ever. So, yeah. But, yeah, overall, big thanks to Urban Meyer. He was an amazing coach at Ohio State. And I think it's been a very optimistic day in Ohio State, and we're looking forward to right- – what Ryan Day can do and, uh, you know, beat Michigan. Agreed. I hope Ryan Day goes out there and kicks the living crap out of Michigan next, next season. Yeah. So yeah, great, great skies are only here temporarily. Everything will be clear and sunny, uh, here before long. Yeah. Talking about that, I'll be interested to see what kind of approach he takes to Michigan. Um, he was mentored under urban Meyer and he's a big Ohio state, Michigan rivalry kind of guy. Um, but I really hope that he takes the position of, you know, working every week towards Michigan and saying beat Michigan all the time and being obsessed with beating them like Urban Meyer and like Jim Trestle and like Woody Hayes were. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. So hopefully Ryan day does have that uh, mentality when it comes to, you know, the Michigan, the game, the Michigan rivalry. Uh, I don't care if he doesn't win, you know, a bowl game or doesn't go to the playoff. As long as he beats Michigan, uh, he, he's okay in my book. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. And John Cooper learned that the hard way. And the blueprint is there for Ryan Day. If he had, I mean, Ryan Day is a smart guy. And if he looks, he'll see John Cooper didn't beat Michigan, got fired. And he'll see Woody Hayes did beat him. He was the first one to really consistently beat him. And he's, you know, known as like the face of the university for that. And he'll see Urban Meyer beat him and Jim Trestle beat him. And everyone loves them. So he'll figure it out. He's a smart guy. He'll understand that beating Michigan what is, ma- is what matters and um, competing at the national level as well. Yep. All right. Absolutely. Anything else? That's it, man. All right, sweet man. Thanks for coming on. No problem. Thank you. All right. That will do it for Ohio versus the world.